0: This is a Soulfire production. Hello, friends. I don't know what day it is that you're listening, but today it's a Tuesday for me. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to y'all. Could be a Friday, it could be a Thursday, could be a Wednesday. I'm not sure when you're tuning in, but happy Tuesday. You guys, I am coming to you the week before I leave to go to Paris. And I am in such a state of awe and celebration and just like fully surrendered. Um, I hate taking vacations. <laughs> Let me back up. I love vacations. I hate taking vacations away from my company and from my team. I get a lot of anxiety. I get a lot of stress, but this one feels really different. and. I think because I'm going away for two weeks, I'm going to spend my first week in Paris. Um, I've had the amazing opportunity to be working alongside of a girlfriend of mine that I've known for years. And I've seen her work. I endorse her work. I've worked with her. Um, We've done events together in the past. And I was so honored to be asked to go help Miss Erin Fader do her first ever Paris Fashion Week runway show like, holy shit, this was not something that I saw myself doing. Um, never was like, this is, you know, I, it was always kind of a bucket list item to like go or be like invited to a show, but to be working a show and also be working alongside of someone that I truly love and care for and a fellow female entrepreneur that absolutely crushes it. I'm just so excited. So that being said, I'm like in this just like state of celebration as an entrepreneur. And um, I've been spending a lot of time in reflection of what I've built and what I've grown. Um, The last couple of weeks were a little bit rough. It was kind of a rougher season for me. There was a lot of expansion. There was a lot of growing pains. There was a lot of reflecting on just past things that had led to our agency growing and things of that nature. And, um, also a lot of new things, a lot of new things going on with get super and with Mela that I'm so excited for, but I'm at this place now where I feel like I've kind of pushed through a lot of the heaviness and I'm just, again, in this state of like celebration and surrender. I've been, I've had the agency for five and a half years and it's absolutely incredible. I started this thing at 22 and was so naive, had no idea what I was doing. And I'm in this place where I'm starting to really feel honored by the work that I get to do and also very grateful for everything within this company and the people that I get to work with and the team that I get to have and the brands that I get to call like my children, my babies, I'm just feeling really, really, really just grateful. I, you know, always try to practice gratitude, but there's a very big side of me that is always pushing myself to go further, harder, faster, stronger, better, more success. And for the first time, I'm very I'm just at peace. And I've worked really, really hard to kind of get to that place of just being like, this is, I'm in a good place right now. I'm happy. So moving forward with that, I thought, you know what? I got to put out a podcast episode and what better podcast episode to put out than uh, talking about the three three big things that I've learned being an entrepreneur. And you know, I got to give kudos. Like I've been getting a lot of inspiration from TikTok. Me and Spencer were just talking about this and he's like, So you should probably take a break from TikTok. I'm like, you know what? You're probably right. But I've been getting a lot of inspiration from TikTok. And one of the things that I've been kind of looking at are like, you know, some of these life learning lessons and people that have been on their own self journey and what they've learned and um, people that, you know, are talking openly about their mental health and, you know, even people talking about, you know. There are other jobs, whether it's freelance or you're in a corporate job or you have a nine to five. I don't know what it is, but people talking about the way that their jobs impact them and affect them. And I wanted to kind of share three things that have really been eye-opening to me and three things that I've like learned to my core of what it's like to be an entrepreneur or a serial entrepreneur rather. I think that's the other thing too. I feel like I've had also had a lot of learning because I went from a service-based to product-based business, and then now I'm working alongside the team at Mela and being able to really learn and expand myself through everything that I'm learning over there. It's kind of the nice thing about marketing is that there's this general rule that we kind of get to follow. You know, we get to study consumer behavior, we get to lean into what the it factors are of a brand and be able to really kind of highlight those. There's kind of like this general rule. But when you move into different industries and you start moving into different ways to market businesses, whether it's service, product, I don't know, you're a coach, you a personal brand, things can get so different and so intricate. And I, I love it and I'm fascinated by it. And I always want to learn more about it, right? And so even then, like kind of moving from having my agency to now becoming a serial entrepreneur, you know, and also someone that is investing in these brands and someone that's truly caring about them and, you know, wanting to see them grow to success. I feel like there's so much that I'm kind of observing from taking on these different responsibilities, but also from myself. Um, And yeah, I'm probably going to pause a lot. This is a lot of reflecting for me. So if I, if I take some random pauses, just know that's kind of what's happening is that I'm reflecting a lot of this back to me. Okay. So the first one I want to talk about is, is fear. And I feel like that's every person's like go-to answer when it comes to entrepreneurship or when it comes to expanding in your career or what you want to do or expanding your life to be a life that you're generally proud of. And you're generally excited about one of the things that I've been kind of putting into my own reality lately, or kind of just playing with is that our fear is always bigger in our mind. Our fear always lives inside of our mind. And it's not always the reality of the situation. So I've been experiencing a lot of fear lately. I've been, like told you, I've kind of gone through a little bit of a rough patch. I've been experiencing a lot of like future tripping. Um, my dad calls it like putting the cart before the horse, like worrying about things that haven't even like happened yet. As well as having a lot of fear around like who I am as an entrepreneur and as a leader, and the thing about fear is that it's something that we construct inside of our own reality, and it's something that we see from our own perspective with our own lens. And so one of the things I feel like entrepreneur being an entrepreneur has shown me, but also having my own businesses have shown me, is that sometimes our fear isn't always the reality. Sometimes what we're afraid of doing or we're afraid of the outcome or we're afraid of what will happen isn't necessarily what's going to happen or the reality or what is the truth, right? And so one of the things I've been really practicing with this year is realizing that my perception on things isn't always how it truly is or how others see it. And so, if I'm afraid to do something, I'm afraid to act in a certain way, I'm afraid to move forward with something, sometimes I don't need to necessarily be so fearful of that. Sometimes, you know, if I'm afraid of how I'm going to portray myself or how the brand's going to portray myself, or I'm terrified to talk to that client or that team member or all those different things, or I'm afraid of what, you know, so and so thinks of me, that's not always the perception. And a lot of times too, we, we start building up these kind of fear-based mindsets inside of our own heads. And we get so inside of our heads that we lose kind of that track of reality. Like, for example, have you ever like thought like someone was like mad at you or maybe someone like didn't like you. And in reality, maybe you were taking it too personally or they weren't mad at you or it was just something that you kind of overthought to the point where you felt like this was reality was that this person was mad at you when in reality they were not or like they weren't even thinking about you the same kind of thing can happen inside us when we're like looking at our careers and we're looking at business and i think that there's something that we need to be able to have to kind of reflect or to mirror what's actually going on back to us one of the things that i that i love is you know i hired this incredible operations manager for the agency and she holds a lot of space for me and also is able to hold a lot of space for like am i crazy like asking questions like that or like do you see this too or like am i am i taking this the wrong way and so it's always really nice to be able to have that especially with someone that's already so intricate inside of the business right and you know same thing kind of in my life you know i have this incredible coach and There's a lot of ways that she holds space for me unbiased and even friends, like there's even friends that, you know, that care so much about, you know, me and what's best for me that they're willing to kind of hold space and be able to kind of reflect back any of my fears in the sense of like, you know, no, you're totally overthinking this or like, yeah, maybe this is actually how it seems or, you know, things of that nature. So I feel like with fear, again, we're always going to come up against it. We're always going to walk through it at some point. But I think having that supportive thought or mindset that our fear is always bigger inside of our heads. It's always bigger in our own reality and being able to really reflect off what is true and go back to that grounding moment of like, this is what I know. This is what is true. This is the mirror that I'm able to reflect these fears off of or bounce these things off of. I feel like really helps. And I feel like for me too, that's something that's really been helping me was like, you know, going through some of this hard stuff, being able to have a really strong support system of, you know, my friends or my coach or, um, you know, my operations manager, director, director of operations, operations manager, manager, whatever, um, (laughs) to be able to kind of reflect those moments, uh, back to me and be able to kind of help me move through that or move through that kind of thinking. So that was a huge one for me. The second one, the second one I feel like is something that I'm also walking through and something that I'm really trying to tap into. The more and more I learn how to be able to manage people and be able to work in business with people and have relationships with them. And this all comes kind of back to myself. And it's always going to kind of come back to yourself because you can't take care of other people and you're not taking care of yourself. But one of the biggest things is that the way in which you lead is the way in which you're able to really show up for yourself in that same light. And when we start kind of thinking about, at least again, for me, going from one business to two, to, you know, being a part of Mela, there's been a lot of chaotic energy. There's been a lot of, um, There's been a lot of things that allowed for me to kind of sacrifice time to not be as present, to step away or to step in further or to kind of release boundaries or kind of get a little messy. And I kind of knew that coming into it, it was definitely a stretch and it was definitely a time of growth. But one of the things I started really like coming up for me was like, I was I was leading with this energy because I was also ma- I was also not giving myself enough of this time. And what I mean by that is if I'm leading with a chaotic energy it's because inside of myself there is this chaotic chaotic energy. Whether I overbooked my schedule, whether I took on too much, whether I said yes to something because I wasn't thinking straight or I didn't read the text right and actually that was a boundary that I did not want to be crossed there's kind of this reflection of how we lead as leaders, whether again, in our own business or at our jobs or whatever we're doing, where if we're not kind of minding our, or taking care of ourselves in that light, and we're making sure that, you know, I am well resourced and I am showing up for myself in the best way, that leadership is also going to come through when you go to lead. Um, and that was something that was kind of coming up. And it also kind of felt like There are a lot of like synchronicities and things that were kind of coming up through some of my businesses where I recognize them from when I was, you know, first started my agency or first started my businesses and things like that. And so I got to kind of play with that and I got to kind of reel back what I was doing, come back to making sure I was well resourced, whether it's with rest or, Um, you know, my schedule or setting very clear boundaries with the people that I work with or clients. And I had to kind of come back to that because one of the best things and one of my greatest talents is being able to have a vision and be able to build people or bring people together underneath that vision. And if I can't lead and if I can't think straight and if I can't hold myself up to that standard in which I'm able to be able to be a top performer, it's not going to happen or it's not going to happen as great. So that was something that really I got to kind of play with and experiment with. And that also came up for me and that I started realizing like, shit, like I have to really take care of myself and I have to really be like my own leader and make sure that I'm leading in a way in which I feel res- you know, well resourced and feel like I'm able to take this on. I'm able to move forward. I'm able to communicate with my teams and the people that are really making the vision come together and be present with them. Now, again, that was a great learning. Get Super is an instant wellness beverage brand created by moi. So good, you won't believe it's instant. It's for those seeking convenient energy sans the jitters. That's right we put good old-fashioned, broad-spectrum hemp CBD into our organic Arabica instant coffee. It's probably Arabica, but I call it Arabica because it sounds more fun. Get super, and our hemp extract contains all the naturally occurring cannabinoids and turpentines. We include about 20 milligrams of hemp per each stick pack to give you all the fun, calm energy, plus that true entourage effect all the benefits without getting quote unquote high as all of our products are non-psychoactive. Get Super has been featured in Forbes US today and was named top startup to watch in 2021 by Yahoo Finance. Also, you guys, Get Super has helped me with my anxiety. It helps me sleep better at night. I've mentioned to you guys my whole mental health journey. And honestly, this company was a just passion and project of love because of what I've gone through and what I walked through with my own depression and anxiety. I hope that it will help you the same exact way it has helped me. So go ahead and get your 15% off by using the code under the influence 15 at checkout. That's right. Under the influence 15 at checkout. kind of moving on from that this last one i feel like is a little bit more of kind of like the swift kick in the ass that everyone kind of needs to hear so you know i feel like in entrepreneurship everyone talks about you know being gritty being resourceful you know having the tenacity to see things through and i think what i've seen from some of the greatest entrepreneurs or some of the people that i respect and I look up to is kind of also my own learning. And there's this learning of like if you if you want something to be done, if you have a vision to achieve it, you cannot sit back and expect anything from anyone. And I think that this has become something that has become such a huge learning for me is that a lot of times when we go to when we go to launch something, I think sometimes we expect support or we kind of expect understanding. We just have these expectations, whether it's for people or for situations or for specific circumstances. And I think the biggest thing inside of entrepreneurship is to learn to hold zero expectation for anything along those lines and to ultimately have an expectation for yourself that you are going to stay committed and stay dedicated to what your vision truly is and not letting people fuck with that. Because I feel like when we set off and we go to launch things, sometimes, not sometimes, things don't always work out the way we envision them to. There's a lot of hurdles. There's a lot of you know, shifting gears, pivoting, moving in a different direction. And for me, I think at some point, I expected things I expected things whether it was things to go easy or smooth or things to work out or things to not work out or whatever it was I think I held a certain expectation throughout some of my businesses and I think now when I lean into truly what makes an entrepreneur great it's that They hold this dedication to their vision and they don't really expect anything from anyone else. It is so completely within their own lane and their own direction of where they want to go and to not let anyone mess with it. And a lot of times when we go to start our businesses or when we go to run our businesses, we're constantly told we need mentors. We're constantly told to go ask for advice. We're told to look up things and take opinions and we kind of get a lost in a lot of the white noise that is like, like that feedback. And again, the entrepreneurs that are immediately are coming to mind for me, I'm sure they deal with that on some level. I'm sure they have mentors or coaches or whatever that they're walking through, but they have and hold this vision and they don't expect things to necessarily just be handed to them. They don't expect it to necessarily just happen. They're very dedicated to holding their own vision and making sure that it does happen. And I love that because again, I think, I think I walk this fine line. And I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast of there's hard work, there's dedication, and they're seeing the vision and holding to the vision. Then there's also this other side of entrepreneurship where it's overworking, beating your head into the wall. It has to be hard, hard, hard. You know, I think I walk the line between both. The more and more I I think about entrepreneurship and the way that, you know, things work. I think there's seasons of Really hard work and really heavy, you know, grinding and being in the grit and being in the trenches. But then I also think there's this alignment and things that do just happen and that can feel easy and light and aligned. But I also feel like there's a balance. So when I look at these entrepreneurs or even when I look at my own businesses and the expectations that I hold or the dedication or the vision that I hold, there's no fucking with that. And I think one of the biggest learning lessons. You know, even from when I started I guess Marketing, or when I started Get Super, or when I joined on with Mela, is that the biggest thing is that I refuse to let someone mess with that vision. And there have been times where I feel like I've let my guard down, or I didn't believe in myself, or I didn't have enough self confidence or self esteem to hold on to it. And now, after kind of feeling that and being in the situation that I currently am. I feel like I have this newfound confidence of, like, wow, these things actually, I am more successful in my business if I do this my way and I hold tight to what I know I'm capable of. And I'm not afraid to lean into it, not afraid to be okay and tell people, you know, and to shut people down or to shut feedback down or to kind of shut off things that affect with messing with the vision. And I think that's a huge component. I think I also too, I feel like I see that a lot with like brands and marketing right now. There's certain brands that you, I'm sure if I say this, are just going to pop into your mind. There's certain brands where you just feel like, man, they have it like all together or man, there's just such a vision. They're just so on track. They're just so in alignment. They're just so moving forward. And then I think there's other brands where it's like, oh, you kind of get the feeling of like, they're still figuring it out. Or maybe, you know, they're this, this has had a lot of opportunity, but maybe it's not quite going there. And that is where I feel like we get to kind of explore in what we want our businesses or our careers to look like, right? What is your vision? What's the component that's not fuckable with? Like, we're not going to touch that. No one's allowed to touch that. This is where I'm going. And how do we hold tight to that? And how do we dedicate ourselves to that in a sense where it's like, this is what I want life to look like. This is what I want my business to look like. And this is how it's going to come into fruition. And I'm not going to let anyone touch that. So I feel like that's kind of my, that's like my third and final learning is just being in that space. And also too, just observing that there are things inside of entrepreneurship that look a little bit different and that can feel a little bit heavy. But I also feel like those, again, even from where I see my businesses and those that I look up to, there's something to hang on to and to kind of set your sights on and to not stop and to hold tight onto it. With that, I know that was a lot and there's a lot of kind of personal development within this episode, but for that one more specifically, those were my three learnings and I feel like even now I'm still walking through them and I feel like that's also one of the best things about entrepreneurship as I feel like I'm learning every single day and I know That when I look back on September 20th, a year from now, I'm gonna look at Whitney as a completely different person and look at my businesses as a completely different animal. And I love that change. I love the evolving. I love the learning. I love that entrepreneurship constantly tests my character and constantly is my biggest mirror and reflection of who I am inside and out at my deepest core. So I think with all that, You know, these are my three biggest tips or sorry, my three big, not my tips. These aren't tips. These are my three biggest learnings of being an entrepreneur as of right now. And I feel like as I continue on in this journey and continue being an entrepreneur and continue investing and continue working for brands that absolutely blow my mind, my learnings are just going to continue to change and evolve. Um, and I love that. I think that's part of my why. I think that's also why I do it. I love it. as much as there's good days, there's bad days, there's hard shit that I have to tackle. At the end of the day, it's, it, it excites me, it revitalizes me, it gives me passion and, you know, things that I get to do and I get to achieve that I never would have dreamed of I never would have dreamed of. I'd be going to Paris Fashion Week with a girlfriend of mine, my team member. Like, I wouldn't have dreamed that. You know, I'm working right now with Mela, and we are launching so hard and fast. We are in four thousand locations. We cannot keep cans on the shelves. I mean, you guys absolutely love it. I love it. I'm drinking it right now. It's literally the best. And you know, there's even some stuff with Get Super right now that I can't talk about just yet, but it's coming. Um, <laughs> and i i love i love it i love the i love this kind of grind but i also love seeing that what it does for people and what you know it brings to the forefront of what we're capable of and the vision and the way that we're able as human beings to have this idea and bring it to life like i just think it's so incredible and i think that's what always will keep me coming back to business and to entrepreneurship and to marketing even is this this just in awe moment of building and seeing through these projects and watching them just come to life in ways that, you, that are better than you can imagine. And so on that note, I'm going to wrap it. Thanks for going under the influence with me, guys. Stay tuned for our next episode. If you like these solo episodes, give me a shout, DM me, leave me a review. Um, I love you guys and I appreciate all of you guys that have been listening. I love it. Thank you. See you next time.